Hey, welcome back, Filmhouse 2018. Yeah, new year, new movie. Every well, <laughs> we got one movie, movie here. Uh, how you doing, Elise? Man, what a trash trailer, huh? Oh well, slow down. I just want. Did any, did any of you guys see any hot movies over the holiday? Yeah, I saw a bunch. Yeah, a bunch any, of them. That's any? not what people are talking about. People are talking about Slenderman. Oh, you're here for the Slenderman. Sorry, enough small talk. <laughs> Yesterday, a hot new poster drop for the Slenderman movie. Yeah, I don't know what year We've it is. We've all been either. waiting. I guess, yeah, and then the trailer came out today, so we're going to talk a little bit. So is this about Slenderman in real life, or is this about the teen girl who stabbed her friend to death? This appears to be about the it's man. It's not about that. The that myth, is lame. The legend himself. It the, should have, man, never mind, sorry. Well, they're, they're, no, they're, they're making their Pennywise. would have been too way soon, cooler. Though, but it's too soon. What do you mean? Because you can't do it yet. You have to do, like, Amityville, where they're, like, based oh. on a true story from, like, a decade ago. Well, you could even still, this story sure. could still be, here is a reality, or here is a world in which Slenderman is a game, and here are these deranged oh. teenagers that go okay. crazy because yeah. they play it. Not, Slenderman is real, he's going to stab you. Pretty so what you're doing, for that young girl, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you're doing is you're describing a good concept, or... Yeah, I could write a movie. Something that they didn't have to basically look at a number and say, all right, we have three days to finish the script, we well, have two weeks to shoot... Here's a weird question. Sure. How many of you guys have played Slenderman? Uh, I have. Yeah, I, I played the original, yeah. the original, yeah, whatever. Like the weird we collect Unity the pages. Yeah, collect yeah. the pages. I actually haven't. I it was super long. scary. It was the original it was scary very game. Scary. It was yeah. the original scary game. If you played it now, it's not scary. But uh. but but the whole scare of it was the static nature of Slenderman, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. this doesn't really have. Like just kind of. I thought there would be a lot more like just seeing him placed in different shots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, Slenderman doesn't move. Is that the, the, in the idea? In the original well, game, it was kind of just like he would he, he would move when you turn away. Well, Slenderman sort of thing. predates video the video game. He was a uh, mm -hmm. it's a creepy pasta. Uh, yeah, creepy pasta. Or uh, not a meme really, but like is yeah. it from SCP Foundation? Uh, something awful actually. Really? It was a uh, is in a Photoshop thread ah. or something like that, and uh, you can go. It goes way back like early two thousands, and then. He was sort of the titular villain in the Marvel Hornets ARG series. It Get is a it? slender font. It's tall and slender. It's um. So it's kind of interesting because James, Elise, and myself watch Channel Zero uh, mm -hmm. the last two seasons. It's aired. I don't know if you watched that at all, Lawrence. No, I just started Dark, and I'm proud of myself for that. Oh, that, oh that's something. Yeah, high fives. But it's so good. It's but uh, right, well, the only reason why I bring that up, it's similar to Slenderman in the way that it's it's based on internet myth, mm -hmm. you know, internet lore, which is a new thing. Uh, and now Hollywood studios are starting to pay attention and milk it for everything they got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I think channel zero, at least if you, if you haven't seen the series, at least it's worth checking out. It's only what, like six episodes a season. It's not bad. It's a, at least I'm trying to do something unique with it, but Slenderman looks just like a cash. This, this trailer <laughs> in no way establishes any real scary Im imagery or tension in any sense of the world. It's like do you super think, milk toast. Do you think the thinking was, Hold on, we can't just reveal Slenderman. They gotta pay for a ticket to see Slenderman. No. And if we tease it out, they'll definitely buy tickets to go to theater. No, it's cheaper to film yeah. unknown actresses rolling, writhing around in a hospital bed yeah. than it is to film like, an actual, yeah, a, a, some sort of thing with actual tension and mood. Well, so you when just is this do movie this. coming out? It says soon. June. Not Halloween, then. June. It's Not right behind enough. you. Yeah. June. <laughs> Better than Cloverfield. That doesn't make any damn sense. So, I mean, oh yeah, there's a new Cloverfield. Who's producing soon. this? What's that? Who's producing this? Sony. What? Yeah. Why didn't Sony launch this in Halloween? Like, if you're going after the dumb teen money, at least launch it in Halloween. Because they know it's garbage. Probably. Does, did, All they, garbage did, movies come out this time of year. Yes. What does Sony have an annual horror property? 
Saw? Is that theirs? Conjuring, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. No, I thought Saw was... I don't know. Who it doesn't matter. They don't yeah. clearly don't have any faith in this Universe? project because you watch this trailer and you yeah. go, oh, they didn't spend any money on this. Yeah. Oh, they didn't really get creative people behind it to really like hash out what could become of this franchise. Yeah. They said, how much is it to buy the rights? Two dollars? Okay, yeah. Yeah. we'll do it. And I think with like something like Slenderman, there's a way to handle that type of horror, mm-hmm. which is a lot of creating the illusions yeah. of you see something, mm-hmm. you're not sure if you saw it, mm-hmm. or you're, like you're an optical illusion. Yeah, really, just kind of placing in interesting ways that imagery. That's kind of what Slenderman, I think, should be about. And this doesn't do that at all. A perfect example in the trailer alone of this property apparently not understanding what makes the idea of Slenderman or stuff like this scary is there's a moment where the only time you actually see a Slenderman is she's hiding behind a tree. She looks off in this foggy distance is a Slenderman, right? Mm -hmm. Then it comes back. Logically, the best scare that you can do at that moment is she stu- she, try- she catches her again, breath and, and she there. looks again and it's directly in front of her. Yeah. Okay. You didn't hear anything move. You didn't see anything change. Mm. But how did he... How did he traverse the distance and now Slenderman's here? It ties right. in with the lore of Slenderman creeping up behind you and not making noise or anything like that. Mm. But if you watch in the trailer, it just has her catch her breath by the tree, look up and to the right, and then it cuts to a shot of Slender, a CG Slenderman re- yeah. t- reaching and touching. That's, That's not the scary thing He just like grabs her by the shoulders and puts her on the ground. Yeah. Which even that though, like, so the, I, I've... I've heard of the Slenderman mythos, and like I did minor research before the podcast, just because I want to make sure I got all Thank the you. all the details thanks, right. Thanks, yeah, thanks I for that <laughs> minor research. My, my the most bare. Um, mm-hmm. Stop researching those miners. <laughs> they dig for whoa, things. Whoa, um, whoa. Um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to judge an entire movie based on a trailer because maybe they're not showing much. But the Slenderman character, at least from what I was reading actually lends itself to being a pretty simple horror film, kind of similar to um, Hellraiser. Oh. Hellraiser, the original Hellraiser, how Pinhead it wasn't following. really yeah. in the movie. It was more about the like the psychological element. Oh. That's that's sort of a just a was cheap... all like pre- it was all like effects and makeup. Oh yeah, yeah. it was also you know a two million dollar movie or whatever yeah. it was back in the eighties or seventies or whenever it came out. Uh, similar to this, Slenderman not nece- isn't necessarily the boogeyman that comes and grabs you. He's not the Pennywise. Uh, that we're we're seeing in like you know today's are like conjurings or sinisters or anything like that. It's more of like he's this entity that's hovering around you, and you see a little bit of it in this trailer where the girl's like going crazy and the girl stabs herself in the face or whatever. It's like he basically drives you nuts and then could like wipe your mind and you won't even know why you're in a mental hospital. Like mm-hmm. it's stuff like that. That's kind of cool, uh, kind of creepy. But then they they seem to kind of I'm with Elise. Sort of where like I see this and then we sort see the of. shot of her in the woods and he just goes, eh. yeah, I got gotcha. like this yeah. is the worst scare you could possibly do in this situation. I mean, right there. It, it they, shows it, nothing. It, it could shows... have been a group of teenagers out at a cabin for the weekend. Their generator goes out. They start searching for to. They go to the to the shed to start the power. They start finding notes. Mm-hmm. Sure. They turn around. The cabin's gone. They start keep finding notes. They don't know where they're going. Slenderman's chasing them. Static. Like, it could be resemble more the original game or, and work in that lore and exposition in interesting ways. They stumble across a mental hospital. Yeah, sure. Or sometimes, if it's just a paragraph of something on the internet, the most you should do is make a <laughs> Unity game about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember when they tried to make a bigger Slenderman game than a Unity game? Yeah. And I, no one played it and no one cared? Yeah. Well, so maybe that's a sign that much, we don't go big and go... Much like the game, I feel like the time for Slenderman is gone. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it's He's really interesting to contrast this with another trailer that came out today for Truth or Dare, 
which is the next Blumhouse movie. And you can ah. pull up the trailer if you want, Adam. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll it stars Lucy movies. Hale. And, you know, Blumhouse, this, last year they had Get Out. They had Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Um, so these are movies that are small micro budgets. And they are getting, Lights they're at least getting stars? imagery really well Whoa. done in this trailer. Okay. So Wait, what is Truth or Dare about? So Truth teens. or Dare is a group they go of and they teens. Play truth or dare. I'll explain it to you. It's kind of like Final <laughs> Destination meets It Follows. Ah. So they're at this this getaway with their friends. This girl has brought her new boyfriend. He drops it on them while they're playing Truth or Dare that he two girls kissing that he oh, wanted to get a group of that. strangers together that he wouldn't feel bad about dying. So it's kind of like you have a curse and you're passing it on to people in, in the same mm-hmm. way It Follows is. Right. But it does imagery very well, and. You'll see... Do you, by that, do you mean there's lots of hot teens? Well, there's hot teens, which is always a fun horror trope. Yeah, right. Mm. And you'll see when they start smiling when, like, they're turning demonic or whatever. They it, cool. it has a really creepy yeah. hook. The color tones, they went from the orange to the um, blue, and that was like, oh! All but, right, okay. Yeah, so this trailer already, we're not even listening to it, but... Yeah, I'm just looking at the visuals. It has a vibe. Yeah. And, like... Um, th- it's it's <laughs> interesting, though, with uh, Blumhouse. I don't, there, was a, there was a good... I'll, I'll try to link it in the uh, description. I think there was, like, an NPR... Shit. That's pretty frightening. There's like an NPR interview he did. Uh, he's a smart, That's cool. The the Blum, the man. Oh, what's his name? 20. Steve Blum. It's shit. What's <laughs> That's his name? That's the voice actor. Yeah, I don't know. Something Spike Spiegel. Uh, Jason. Maybe it's Jason. Jason. Either way, um, Blumhouse has been putting out these like micro budget horror films for a, a while, and he he did this interesting talk where he talks about um, cool. His sort of his mantra, or, like his his rules, and there's this interesting thing he talked about how like you don't let uh, background actors talk because then you have to pay them more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like extras never have any speaking roles. If you watch any Blumhouse film, huh. there's a very, this, so this stood out a little for, for me because there's like 10 people talking. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh, the budget must've gone up like $30,000. That's crazy. Well, also the business philosophy well, of cool. Blumhouse is, your own psycho version. is they, is he goes, I'm going to take $30 million and I'm going to make 30 movies this year. Yeah. If even one of them does okay, gets recoups. any sort of thing, he's yeah. going to pay for all 30 movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, and you also, you can, honestly, for a million dollars a movie, you can get someone who's willing to really experiment and try something. I, I'm sure there's phases and phases. It's not like $30 million he picks the first 30 scripts he finds. There's, I'm sure there's a concept or some guy came so, in and he was like, so I just imagine these smiles. You remember that Black Hole Sun music video? Mm-hmm. What if there was a bunch of guys like that? And he's like, okay, all right, yeah. I guess that could last. Well, yeah. You're well, kind of describing all the elements to make for a good horror movie, which Slenderman has very little of. So, yes, there's there's like the visual iconography. There's the scream mask. There's like Freddy's glove. There's Jason's hockey mask. You need some kind of visual hook to tie to the terror. Uh, Jigsaw's mask, whatever. You also need... You need like you don't need a story so much as you need mythos, and Slenderman doesn't have that. It was a good game because you were experiencing the it, horror. It has it has mythos, but I think it, it doesn't have rules though, does it? Ah. Like where does Slenderman come from? Why is he torturing these people? Those uh, are things that you experience over the arc of a horror film. According to like Slenderman.wiki.com, uh, <laughs> uh, he's he's from like the 1600s and has like Germanic roots. It says so this like, website is run and operated by Adam Kovic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's, that's the sort the, of thing. That's is, the weakest thing when it's like, right. oh, it's just some old demon, and here it is. I mean, it did that, but it also had all the other elements well, that make a horror movie really it, good. We were talking about this yesterday at lunch. It's the difference between Spider-Man. A nerdy kid who is bitten mm. by a radioactive spider and becomes Spider-Man, and the uh, uh, Nico Minahori from The Runaways, uh, who was, or America, America Chavez, Chavez yeah. who was an, alt, an interdimensional 
uh, being who touched the She-Rod crystal and was imbued with the power, but didn't realize until she was a teen that the power, when activated against the Inhumans cloud, like, turned her into America Child. Like, no. I don't give a shit. You lost me. Too, uh, too phenomenal, basically. I don't know. It's So I, I'm always fascinated by, like, the drop in a horror movie where... Whatever, whatever unforeseen, unexperienced, unexplained terror you're experiencing starts to take shape. And there's like, so there's like religious horror where there are like biblical demons mm -hmm. after you. There's like a uh, biological horror, which is like uh, zombies or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. And uh, then there's like, there's ancient mythical horror that there's been some terror loosed on, loosed on the world for like, uh, a long time. That movie with... Uh, Ethan Hawke, yeah. Sinister. Sinister, yeah. Sinister oh, yeah, is yeah. like, there's mm -hmm. that ancient demon that he's just kind of always been causing trouble. <laughs> yeah, but even <laughs> um, the, the, the his mythos is just, when you watch this film, mm -hmm. he comes to life. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's all you really need. It's yeah. just the, the intersection of all those elements of like having visual branding, a mythos that is not so complicated or removed from the human experience that audiences mm -hmm. can vibe on it a little bit. And it also has to play to the audience and what they want at the time. I know George Romero talks a lot about that, but yeah, I think all this plays into the fact Slenderman's time has probably come and gone. Yeah, well, Same what, with, uh, what is it, Five Nights at Freddy's? Jam. They're still working on a movie, right? Yeah, and they're still working on a Minecraft movie, too. Mm. It's one. Of, it's like when the Angry Birds movie came out, and everyone just kind of felt bad for it. Like, <laughs> I mean, why do this? the best Slenderman shot in a movie thus far was in It Follows, when that guy is following her, the tall guy, and he crawl, he steps under the yeah, doorway. Like, I think there is, a, I think there, you could make a really good Slenderman movie, but you'd have to have somebody that really understands uh, how to do horror imagery. Well, so Slenderman, well. for me, is just at least interesting because it's, at least from what I understand, it's one of the more modern folklores that exists that hmm. I feel like everyone knows about to some degree. And it is sort of like, it, you, we're watching this ABC News video right now, but they're talking about how it was created by a guy named Victor Surge in 2009, where it's just a Photoshop. But it was so. Does he still have all the rights to it? Not, uh, not that you would know. I, he is he's credited as a writer okay. for um for the movie, but yeah. because they had to pay him for the rights. Yeah, I was hoping he would get a check. Uh, oh yeah, imagery is weird. You can put out a Photoshop, it becomes a whole thing, and yeah, sometimes but, the, the rights get lost and all that shake up. What I like about the at least the idea of Slenderman is that the character or the just the the figure of himself is so uh, like provocative that people created a lore around it. Hmm. Like, it's not so much that this guy said, here's a Photoshop and these are the rules. It was sort of like, here's this thing. And then everyone ran with it. Um, it was well, luxury. It's a little Babadook-ish. The, the, the thing is, the more people started to tear into Slender Man and figure out what it is, the less scary it got. <laughs> I think, honestly, the, the, what makes Slender Man scary is the idea of what is that in the back oh, of that photograph. I, I don't like remember. I don't remember seeing that when I was there. Or I don't remember, like, noticing that when I took the picture. Mm -hmm. That's like... The scariest part of him, right? It's it's always it's always the like. What? Did you, what do you see? What are you seeing? What was yeah. that? What? Like, what is that? Yeah, well, it's. I remember there's this one image uh, that's somewhere on the internet, but it's like the more you look at it, the more disturbing it becomes. Like you start to oh, see yeah. little things. It's like uh. you'll be you'll be looking at a butcher shop, and you'll start to realize that the meat actually comes from the torso of a child that's yeah. like kind of behind the counter. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Those images are always like super disturbing and they mm -hmm. kind of make your stomach toss as you look at them more which you would, okay. well i was gonna say what you would think they would do with a film if they're doing the Slenderman thing but it's looking like it's just going to be another it's like this is already a little it's already quite a bit better than any of the shots in the trailer i think it's like two movies that do this well are the exorcist mm. which kind of you'll 
you know, a face will flash or you'll see something in the background. And you'll be like, what did I just see? And James pointed out to me, I didn't even notice it in It. Oh, yeah. In the library. Yeah, the librarian turns around uh, and smiles real creepy. Yeah, it's like that's the kind of thing that a Slender uh. Man movie should be doing. And that's kind of what that trailer for Truth or Dare has where, you know, hmm. there are a bunch of kids standing in the foreground and then one sort of toward the back has that weird creepy smile. Like, that's the... Uh, but here's the sad truth of it all. That Slender Man movie is going to make its money back. And mm-hmm. then some. Maybe. I, mean, I they, almost guarantee it. They got the hot director from Stomp the Yard and The Losers. And I still know so what you're someone doing who, this summer. Someone who just wants to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a commercial director. Yeah. But that, that's it's like uh, someone was saying it earlier. It feels very uninspired. Like yeah. it was sort of like someone had to <laughs> explain. It, it's like explaining <laughs> to your parents what a video game is. Uh-huh. And that that's, a, that's what I always feel like. That's the person who takes on a project that has a some sort of creative background associated with it where they go, what's this? Interesting. Like if you're, if you were to ask Ridley Scott to make a Zelda movie, you're going to be like, no, 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 don't do it. Cause you're just going to take the real basic already made things. legend. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, but you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like you, you would hope that whoever is trying to make it at least understands the source material, similar to that one director who made silent Hill. Yeah. He was at least a silent Hill fan mm-hmm. and he clearly was fighting against the studio the whole time. But I, don't, I thought Silent still Hill pretty good. I think Silent Hill is still the best video game movie. I know people want to say it's Mortal Kombat, but mm. it hasn't aged well. Tomb Raider. Mortal Kombat is excellent. Eh. You don't like it? I didn't, what, the new one? No. Angelina oh. Jolie. Yeah. Uh, I saw it, what, 20 years ago? So I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, it's goofy, but Tomb Raider's goofy. Anyway, yeah, the inherent matter. problem is, wouldn't you rather be playing it? If you can if you can watch a video game movie and go, I don't know, man. If at any point you stop and you go, I kind of rather. She hits a ramp right on now. a motorcycle, whips out two Uzis, and shoots guys on both sides while she's like fucking revving yeah, her motorcycle. Yeah, but you could also just hit down Rat. X and then hold R1, yeah, and then she cool. kills two Panthers at the same time. Yeah, just backflip shoots. So dinosaurs. like, I mean, that's that's the thing about video games. This is just a bigger discussion about hmm? what like. What's the value what, of the medium? What Hollywood make? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. What can you shit out? In Photoshop that someone may buy the rights to. Well, this is the weird, like, games, and, and this is a discussion that's been had a million times, but games fundamentally can't translate because they are interactive. That is what describes them. So to tr- take an interactive experience and make it a non-interactive experience, there is a critical element that everybody associates with that experience that cannot survive. But th- this is a different sort of beast because it wasn't a video game that inspired a Photoshop. It was the other way around. It's Photoshop mm-hmm. that inspired lore that then inspired a video game, which then inspired a movie. And the people making the movie might not even know there was a video game associated with it. I think that's how maybe yeah. you know it. Um, uh, yeah, that's true. I, I knew of Slender Man before the video game thing, and I saw the video game thing as sort of just a, a fan-made project of this sort of like internet cultural thing. I don't know. Creepy But that's like almost even less. It's so it's weird. Unless you're gonna stop and then really think, like, okay, what makes this? What is it about this that's really like tapping in to something in culture that's getting people all riled up? That makes them want to share it, makes them want to see it, makes them scared. Like, what is it about that? If you're not gonna do that legwork, then you're literally making a movie about a photoshop yeah, you you're taking a, a single image and you're like how can i stretch this into 90 minutes and that's what this looks like it is i, I already t- i can tell you where it's going by the way because mm. in the trailer he's not wearing a suit there's one shot of him wearing a suit oh, yeah, he's, like a, he's like a tree man this is this is slender man 
Origins? Requiem. Yeah, Origins. The Sluku? Yeah, because they're going to try to pump one of these out every year, I bet. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I mean, isn't that the goal of every horror property? As a director, you want to be the one that births the next Saw or the next Final Destination. Nah. Yeah. Uh, Which is weird, because conceptually, those movies, you you look at it and you're like, oh, I understand the concept. Yeah, they were on They them. They survived death. Now death is chasing them. This can be applied to any scenario, any place on the earth, with any cast, any time well, we well, want. The concept, James, to your point, I think this is this is probably a little too high concept but the movie that would fundamentally interest me is is the idea of people creating mythos and then uh realizing that mythos so those teen girls went out and stabbed each other in the woods because the mythos was so powerful it kind of took over their minds and they they believed it was real or it just tapped into some part of their brain so i like the idea of the internet enabling people to talk to each other and tell stories and those stories for some reason have such power over people that they lose their self-control and start acting them out. I think that that's a pretty cool idea. And also, for me personally, horror that taps into human beings' base fuck upness like Green Room, that stuff affects me way more than an alien came down and started killing people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that would be awesome, especially because that story already happened. So I think that there's actually a really cool and interesting story to tell about the story of Slenderman. Not just yeah. Slenderman. I think so. like if you had established that Slenderman <laughs> you was thought that shot was going to be amazing. Uh, what I what I think is really scary and what I love about Nightmare on Elm Street is that Freddy Krueger was a man, mm. you know, and he was a, a like twisted horrible human being mm-hmm. that then was burned alive and then became a twisted horrible nightmare. Same and if you had that kind of you know mythos with Slenderman mm. and you established like oh this had been a a person or thing that was mm-hmm. like corrupted and twisted and dark and terrible right. and this is like it's future iteration you know it's it's posthumous inter- iteration i think that makes it scarier too mm-hmm. um there's a lot you could do with this to make it scary i think but I, i've always loved it. tales of like somebody who hated something so much or under when it underwent so much pain that they were able to transcend their physical mm-hmm. boundary and then visit that out upon other people yeah. I don't know why that. I just like the idea of hating something so much that you become a spirit that is allowed to like torture people for a it's long wishful time. Wishful thinking, I guess. Like goes yeah, the someday. No. Yes, someday. Well, there was someday. A com- there was a comedian. Uh, someone pointed out. We they pointed this out after we l- talked about some horror movie last podcast. Where they said, uh, I, for- "I forgive me for not remembering the comedian's name," but he said, uh, "Some a jump scare in a film is like a comedian going up and tickling you in the audience mm. and saying, technically you laughed." Mm. You know, so it's like jump scares aren't scary so much and my fear is that this will just become a lot of like ah slender yeah. uh i always wonder why ghosts just kind of like like kind of lean on you <laughs> like well that's not scary uh. i think i think jump scares you should treat a horror movie like you would treat like a roller coaster right so mm-hmm. you know if a roller coaster was just up and down and up and down and up and down then it's like it's not i, I always thought it was so weird that it became a trend for music to cue the jump scares uh, yeah. like it would like, like crescendo yeah. boom and the yeah, door yeah. would open i'm like what are you telling me right like that there's a turn coming like put I, if, if we already have me in the dark take me up really slow this is the opening excitement of the film what's gonna happen it's something's gonna happen because it's a horror movie and yeah. i'm sitting down and i paid for a ticket or whatever so something's gonna happen and give me something really big at the beginning like scream right scream's a perfect example of it oh yeah scream's great. and then and then have stuff twists and turns that just kind of move but never show it and don't just make it the same thing over and over again yeah insidious sorry go ahead no no go ahead i was gonna say insidious is a great example of not using those uh musical cues and Mm -hmm. sound effects to indicate very end scare yeah 
And he what goes, he goes, ha ha, I was here. Yeah. <laughs> you go, ha ha, my popcorn. Got yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I'm safe now. Yeah. Yeah. Insidious well, had some good background elements too. Yeah. yeah same sort of thing. But I think Lawrence hit the the nail on the head there too. He's talking about Green Room. If you haven't seen that movie, it's not, I guess, technically horror, but it's. Suspense? It's, I don't know. It, it should be horror. The it's disturbing is, as fuck. I've it's learned when a horror is good and has good acting, it's called suspense. Like mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs. A uh, good example, similar in the same vein, different movie entirely though, The Mist. Uh, if you're looking for something where you can just see how fucked up humans are, which is kind of always the scariest thing to see. Uh, for me, I, just even watching the Slenderman trailer over and over, it just seems like they're trying to be like the ring, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're even doing the like the imagery of like the found footage of like close-ups of black and white. And, like, yeah. I it, swear, uh, if at any point Slenderman gets close enough to one of those girls that he like sniffs them. Oh, yeah, or breathes <laughs> on them, and they're like, hey. Yeah, like I will shot. buy <laughs> a knows. ticket to that movie. You got um, it. Can you do the thing where she peeks around the corner again yeah, in the trailer? Right. I just want to look at it again real quick. Yeah. Brief aside. Okay. Man, that's a cardio 2 trailer. So go back a little bit more. Oh, when she first sees him? Yeah. I just want to see a little okay. bit more. Yeah, so okay. the whole thing. So okay, so notice this. So they do actually do something that I noticed the fourth time. Yeah. If you rewind it a little bit. Was it the, the like, rack focus? No. All right, so look at the look at the width of the tree, right? It comes to about the center of her head. She yeah. looks. When she comes back, it's already there. Oh, that's actually not bad. But it's it's it could be the compression on the video. Yeah, but it's like, really hard to see. That, I think that's supposed to be him uh, already there. Okay. So... That's okay, but then the payoff is terrible. Like, well, yeah, I mean, the pacing's all fucked up. Like you said, I, the, I yeah. think that's the editing for the trailer. I think it's probably a slower moment in the actual yeah. film. Yeah, it should have been like camera over, camera back to her, maybe a very slow pan to the left, where you as the audience are yeah. like, what is that? What is that? Oh, shit, he's right there. That might pay off yeah. better in the actual film, mm-hmm. though, because she'll. it makes sense that she looks up this way, yeah. and then the camera's going to move, mm-hmm. and then he's going to be there just okay. like looking down. Well, that's one of those, like, I, I wonder at what point it broke down. Like, maybe the director was like, all right, so it's going to be far away, and then it's right there, right? And yeah. that's really scary. And then whoever's just shooting that day, like they just didn't get the shot right. or That stuff is on such a razor's edge. I have all the empathy in the world for horror directors that do it right. I uh, wish um, I wish that there was a way that they, they created a story where then later in the movie you see it from Slenderman's perspective <laughs> where he doesn't realize that he's scary. Right. Mm. He's just trying to hug he's people. He's just trying to yeah. make friends. He's like, there's a regularly proportioned person over there, yeah. and they're following me. It's frightening <laughs> me so much. Well, anyway, we've talked about Slender Man for almost half an hour. Uh, verdict, are you guys going to go see it in theaters? No. no. Okay. I, mean, I think people will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I was I was curious about that, because Slender Man, I think, got popular enough that it will have a sort of nostalgic wraparound at some point. I wonder when would have been the proper time to hit that, because they missed the early wave. We're now in the lull when it's, like, mm. old and lame. I wonder five years from now it would have been like amazing. Remember it, Slenderman? It felt like it could have been like the modern day Blair Witch, I guess. Where hmm. you, it, I guess Marvel Hornets was kind of that. That was a like an ongoing like ARG series of like someone finding like old videotapes that his friend was filming, and he's like, "This thing is coming after me." They, they don't call him Slenderman; they call him like the Operator, but it's still mm-hmm. Slenderman. But it's like it. I guess yeah, maybe the the Blair Witch came and went. Nothing. I don't think will ever be Blair Witch, but yeah. I think I, if it's good, there's no. There's no limit. Mm. Like, there's a Jumanji movie out in theaters <laughs> that's getting good reviews and making a ton of money. People say it's good. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you I, if you make something good, yeah, anything can be good. Then it doesn't matter. Bear bear I, I think there's a way to have made this movie good. I remember yeah. watching X Men Two and being like, "Oh, good writing really can do anything." Because I wasn't really fond of the first one, but yeah, I I will never again in my life. I swear this, 
I will never discount something based on its concept ever again because execution is everything. Mm -hmm. So who, who knows, man? Maybe it's an early cut of the trailer. Maybe some yeah. of these shots get tightened up. Maybe, All right. maybe well, it's good. Well, right. Lisa and I will be in theater opening day. What? Yeah. Front no. row. Right. You Front and me. Row. I'm buying you oh, two no. popcorns. Why can't we go see Isle of Dogs? Yeah, tie. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. And then it's going to pan good. up. See mm -hmm. the camera. You see the yeah. camera. Yeah. Well, down. she looks up at him and goes, Yeah, and ah. so that's not going to be the next shot in the movie. Yeah, no, It's going right. to be her looking up. The camera's going to move slowly, and he's going to be like, meh, yeah. and a sniffer. That even predicates a good point. you got to make trailers for YouTube compression. Um, yes, yeah. I, I mean, if you can't see it and you don't want to go – it was like uh, I was watching a documentary about a stage designer, and she was like, uh, like post-2003 when all cameras had phones – Suddenly we have to design sets for people in the back row so when they take photos and people see it. And also from every angle, like it's not just one staff photographer. Hmm. So I think in the same way, directors have to start considering shitty YouTube compression when they're putting out trailers. Yeah. And with that said, that is the end of our show. I'd like to thank our sponsor, you guys, viewers like you, keeping this show alive. Uh, we'll get back to, you know, the, the underwears and the foods soon. But for now, tell a friend, spread the word, get the show going. This is probably one of the last episodes we'll be in this room, yeah. we're going to be moving on soon to a bigger set, maybe. I don't the know. woods. We're going I, to the woods. I demand Emily Blunt's Sicario 2. What is that shit? What is that garbage? Shit. Why are you talking about Sicario? Oh, because that's a click out. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I just keep seeing Benicio. We'll see. What's it called? It's like Sicario 2. It's like, yeah, I know, it's got a name. It's Sicario 2, like Road to Explosions or something like that. It's got a, it's got a anyway. subtitle. No, it, I, I think what it didn't I see a name for it? They just turned it into an action film. Oh, I could have sworn they, they gave it like, oh, so, anyway, Soldado. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm dragging it out here. It's okay. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. everybody. Hey, this is John from... In Bones. Hi. In Bones from Budwatch. Uh, we're here with the special star Butterball from Super Buddies. Uh, Butterball wanted to give a quick message to all those Budwatch fans. <laughs> and then I'll do it for us back to the studio. That's Dave on that.